You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Today, we're actually talking about real estate. I know I talk about a lot of stuff other than real estate, but we're talking about real estate today. We're in that time period of the year, early November, where people start thinking about the holidays, they start thinking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, the new year, they start shifting gears. And usually real estate is bottom of the list. It's just not on people's radars, not talking about it. But this year, and I'm not alone, I think we could have one of the hottest real estate seasons in recent in in probably the last 25 years. Why is that? Why with being in a global pandemic, crazy election stuff going on? Why will real estate continue to go through what is normally a super slow season and do really well? Let's check it out and find out. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I'm the owner of Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. I usually talk about real estate stuff or stuff kind of related. Sometimes I don't talk about real estate, real estate stuff at all. It's just what we do. It's a smorgasbord. You get what you get. I might bring in something. I might talk about something totally unrelated. It's usually business, but all right. Let's let's enough of the nonsense. Let's jump into it. Why this winter slow home selling season may be hotter than ever. This is from Realtor.com. Um, and it's from Erica Sweeney, and it was written just a couple of days ago. We are a couple of days post-election, and we're waiting for the results. What's it going to be? Who knows? Crazy times. Winter is traditionally real estate slow season. Between the cold weather and the holidays, the housing market typically plunges into a hibernation of sorts, with both buyers and sellers shelving any major real estate moves until spring. That is traditionally true. We usually count on... Kind of after thanks or after maybe mid November through second week of January are slow times in the real estate industry. A lot of real estate agents, if they've had a good year, they take off, they go vacation, don't answer their phone, whatever. Mortgage brokers do the same thing. Everybody in the real estate food chain just kind of gearing up for the next year. And um, hopefully everybody's made enough money. It's kind of like um, guys in like uh, areas where they just go hunting for a month. It's hunting season. We're going hunting. This winter's real estate market, however, is shaping up to be like any other before it. And contrary to what some may have feared, it is slated to be an excellent time to sell a home. In fact, Lawrence Yoon, chief economist of the National Association of Realtors, predicts it will be one of the best winter sales years ever. And I've been talking about this kind of nonstop because the dynamics have not changed. Got a handful of things that are creating this situation, and those are not changing they're, they're, they're just going to keep on rolling and the conditions are the same. And I think for that reason, here we are in November and I am dealing on the daily with how buyers can get offers accepted, not how sellers can sell homes, but how buyers can get their offer accepted because it is so competitive that unless you go way over list price, waive all of your contingencies, just basically say, here's a blank check, Mr. Seller. Please, please take my offer. Whatever you need to write that check out for, we'll take it. That's what it's taking to get homes right now. And I know a lot of people don't believe me. Um, and they think, oh, but you, you're a real estate guy. Of course, you're going to say that. But typically, we don't say this kind of stuff. And it's based on uh, super low interest rates and zero supply in the marketplace. This article is going to get into it um, and, and kind of go a little bit further than my just summation right there. But um, And why? 
Chalk it up to a perfect storm of low mortgage interest rates, sparse housing inventory, plus a pandemic that's fundamentally changed how, when, and buyers are shopping for homes. That's the next thing. That's the third key here is that homes are in play. Oh my gosh, if we have to if we have to hunker down for another winter. Now, I mean, we kind of started last spring with the Rona, right? So now people are looking at hunkering down for the winter. And if they got to do that, let's get a home. Seeing a lot of that. People um, moving up, moving laterally into something that works maybe a little bit better for them. Bigger is better. Bigger is better in this market. Little tiny condos, uh, studios, and one bedrooms. Those are not they're not ripe in this season. Not not happening. It's a very difficult sell. And that's because that is the opposite place that you want to be hunkering down for the winter with the Rona restrictions going on um, in today's market. Just don't want it. And you, if you're going to live in a downtown urban market where most of those are, and I know I've said this many times, and I know you guys are getting bored. You can probably fast forward uh, like 30 seconds here. But those are not the, the places that studios and what bedrooms and most condos are located are in urban centers and if you can't enjoy a lot of the stuff that you get in downtown if you don't want to go out there for whatever reason why live there that's what's happening so okay um so if you're assume if so if you've assumed that you should put your home selling plans on hold until spring read on for a surprising reality check on all the reasons this winter could be a great time to put your house on the market uh, Sean, you're just trying to you're just trying to sell real estate. Nah, this is just kind of what's going on. I'm going to sell real estate no matter what. I got a company with 110 brokers. I got a bunch of appraisers. Stuff is going to happen, kind of for me personally. And you will never hear me talk about selling homes personally here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast because I don't do that. I sit here and I talk to you guys instead. So you're stuck with me. All right. Pandemic lockdowns have created pent up buyer demand. While spring is typically real estate's busy season, the silent spring of 2020 saw the housing market grind to a near halt amid pandemic mandated lockdowns. That did happen. That happened as of March 15th. I call it so the 13th. Somewhere between the 13th and the 15th, the market shut down. We did not know what was going to happen. And that is where the Seattle Real Estate Podcast took off. Because guess what? I don't do very well sitting at home, hunkered down, being fearful of the Rona. That's not me. That's not my style. So what I committed to doing is, okay, if nothing else is going on, I'm going to podcast every damn day. So that's what I started doing. Way outside my comfort zone. No idea what I'm doing. And here I am talking to a whole bunch of people. Thank you for tuning in. That's what we're doing. So, all right. So market ground to a near pandemic uh, mandated lockdown in March of 2020, second, uh, and basically end of the second week. This in turn created pent up demand to purchase property that is only now being unleashed. Don't agree with that. What happened was that March 15th, market came to a standstill and then uh, March, April, April, pretty dead. Just people are freaked out. There's no open houses going on. Real estate brokers can go out with only one other person. Everybody's freaked out about the Rona. So March, second half of March, gone. April, all gone. May, second week of May, we started to see signs of life. I remember that. I was like, you know what? We're getting some activity here. Maybe people... People are wanting to take these advantage of these historically low interest rates. And then it was kind of like the floodgates started to slowly open. But on the buyer side, 
inventory was still minimal because no seller in the right mind, unless the home is vacant, unless they figured that out. And that doesn't happen a lot. It happens a fair amount, but not every home is vacant that gets bought or sold. So if you are living in your home, do you want to open your home up to a whole bunch of potentially Rona infested people? Probably not. No, you don't. And so the supply continued to remain small. Big buyer demand, low interest rates, supply still small. You get where I'm going here. And so that's so so the created pent up demand to purchase property that is is only now being unleashed. Properties that have been unleashed, as this article says, have been happening consistently since since May and even throughout uh, second half of March and April. There were homes hitting the market. It's not like we didn't have any homes, but consistently it's been super minimal, the amount of homes. And guess guess what? Why is that? Because we're in an upward trending market and sellers say, why should I put my home on the market and sell it right now? It's going to be worth more in six months. And guess what? Right now they're right. It's figuring out when that end game is that, um, you know, how much is enough? Are sellers getting greedy? I think so. But guess what? They can be. They can be in this crazy, crazy time of real estate. We're still in a global pandemic. I mean, since when does real estate do well in a global pandemic? Never. Have we ever had a global pandemic in recent years? Not really. But, you know, 2020, it's what's going on. So we currently see buyers sticking around in the housing market much later than we usually do this fall. That has happened. So like I said, March, April, May, a lot of that was just done, nothing going on. So all of that pressure got moved to the summer. And now we're feeling that pressure further into fall. And we're going to feel that pressure right through winter. That's what's happening. So currently, we see buyers sticking around in the housing market much later than we usually do this fall, says Daniel Hale, chief economist at Realtor.com. If that trend continues, we will see more buyers in the market this winter too. So this winter is likely to be a good time to sell. Agreed. There are plenty of people in the pipeline ready to hit the market this late autumn and winter, Yoon agrees. Lawrence Yoon, chief economist for um, National Association of Realtors. Many real estate agents have noted this glut of eager buyers firsthand. Winter is usually a slower season, but this year we're not seeing any signs of letting up, said Matt Van Winkle. He's a real estate broker and owner of REMAX Northwest Realtors in Seattle. Uh, the selling season was delayed because of COVID lockdowns and stay-at-home orders, so several months of usually busy sales periods were delayed. And especially here in Seattle, that, that March, April, May, that is peak season here in Seattle because we're coming out of just these you know nine months of rain, gloom, kind of cold. You know, every now and then you'll get one of those days where, oh my gosh, I can see the sun. Literally, people in their Twitter feeds and Facebook, I see the sun. It's a real thing here because you've got uh, that seasonal disorder thing here in Seattle. That's why so many people take vacations, myself included, to somewhere where you can see the sun. Arizona is a great option. Got a lot of sun there. All right, so this buyer demand likely won't wane anytime soon. We will see an extended purchase season in 2020 and into 2021. I think this is correct. And this statement is from Shelby McDaniels, Director of Lending at Chase. We're going to see this winter just keep on trucking exactly the way it is. No slowdown because there's not enough inventory to slow things down to the point where buyers are like, I'll take that one not going to happen. They're still going to have to scramble to get a hold of a house in a multiple offer situation. Maybe it slows down a little bit. Um, 
And that is right between Thanksgiving and Christmas, because let's be honest, moving during Thanksgiving, horrible idea. But we close deals. We close deals the day before Thanksgiving all the time. We close deals in between Christmas and um, New Year's. And you're like, really? You guys are moving now? And people are so excited to get into their home. Yep, that's what they're doing. They're moving into their new home. All right, so lockdowns are forcing many buyers to upsize their homes. COVID-19 has not only created pent-up demand, but many buyers are also in the market purely because they're working and schooling and exercising and doing all that stuff from home and realizing their space is no longer big enough, particularly now that the temperature is dropping so they can't easily escape to their back patio to catch up on emails alone. That's true. That's really true. Here in Seattle, we've got a lot of these outdoor bubble things going on with restaurants, with heaters. But is that really where you want to go? I kind of want to go inside a restaurant and be just know I'm going to be warm and instead of some plastic enclosed bubble. And they're doing a lot of that on the sidewalks in Seattle because that's where your seating capacity is. But say it's 40 degrees out, kind of raining. You're right on that cusp of snow. Hey, let's go sit on a sidewalk that's covered with some plastic around us with maybe a big space heater. That doesn't sound like a good idea. And so I know restaurants are struggling with that. Homeowners, same thing. You can't go in your backyard and just kind of hang out and um, do your spring, summer thing, and even even early fall when it's still super warm. Can't really do that in the heart of winter. So, um, and if people are allowed to continue working from home rather than commuting to an office, they might also realize that they can shop for homes further outside cities. Great news for home sellers who live in more remote areas. Yep, that is true. I hear a lot of this narrative about the mass exodus from downtown to the suburbs. I am not seeing that. I'm seeing a moderation of that. Like like I said, condo, smaller condos, smaller units, smaller homes, having a harder time selling. So guess what is in the suburbs? Bigger homes. So more demand out there, less demand in uh, downtown. But overall trends, I'm not seeing a mass exodus from urban areas to the suburbs. I, I, I don't see that. I know a lot of people are pointing at that because that makes sense. And that's an easy narrative to spin. But looking at this year's elections, how much do you trust the media? That's why you're probably tuned into a guy like me because I've, I've got a better than 50-50 odds of telling you something about real estate that might actually be true. That's why so many people tune in, right? All right. I mean, who knows? I don't know why you tune in, but thank you for tuning in. It's nice to be here and have you guys watching, have you guys listening. All right, so although buyers are plentiful, the number of homes for sale is way lower than usual. According to Realtor.com's monthly housing market trends report in September, national housing inventory declined, get this, 39% over last year. 39%. That is, in, in, if you think that's you know not a significant number, that in real estate terms, that is enormous enormous almost 40 percent almost four out of ten homes are no longer on the market it's like i cut out 40 percent of your marketplace and we didn't have many homes to begin with you take out a 40 percent swath oh you're getting down to sold out shelves are bare nothing to be seen here you got nothing to look at what can i show you today nothing because there's nothing on the market because the number of homes available is currently at record low, even if we see some improvement, which I expect, there will still be relatively few homes for sale, Hale says. That will keep upward pressure on home prices and help ensure that homes continue to sell quickly. Inventory is low, so the overall advantage is with the seller, agrees Yoon. 
can't agree with that more. Literally, I spend so much of my day trying to work with brokers on the buyer side, brokers on the listing side, it's just a matter of picking your price adequately, and then picking a date when you're going to accept offers, and you're going to pick one, you're going to pick that highest one with the best terms, and you're going to run with that. And your sellers are just going to go all the way to the bank. They're just they're just going to be so happy. Tracy Jones, a real estate agent with um, Remax Platinum Realty in Sarasota, Florida, says that buyers have so few homes to choose from these days that they're feeling forced to make quick decisions about whether to make an offer or risk losing out on the chance. Uh, FOMO, FOMO of buying a home, fear of missing out. Nationally, homes spent on average of 54 days in the market in September, 12 fewer days than last year, according to the Realtor.com Trends Report. Here in Seattle, days on market, it is basically a week for most stuff that I see because that's when the offer review period is. It, it may be even less than that. So days on market under 10 days is really common here, really common. The buyers I've worked with this year only had a handful of homes to look at, Jones said. They had no time to wait and talk about it, and they had to fight other buyers if they wanted to buy them. Sellers can get top dollar for their homes. It's simply supply and demand. Low supply and high demand are bound to drive up home prices, so sellers stand to make a killing. Yep, that's happening. Across the country, medium home listing prices jumped 11% in September compared with a year ago to 350 grand. That's across the United States. 11% jump, that is a huge, huge move. According to Realtor.com, price per square foot increased by 13.9%. That's almost 14%. That's a big number as well. Sales prices and home values remain strong, McDaniel says. And since there are so many offers on the table, sellers can call the shots regarding terms of contract and repairs. Repairs? Nobody's, no sellers are not doing any repairs in this market. You take the home as is. That's what you get. And that's if you can get it. The only challenge sellers face with such low inventory, even if you can call it a challenge, is dealing with too many offers at once, said Curtis. That is a lot of what I work on. Which offer should I pick? Which dear seller, let me have your home letter, paints the best picture and tugs at the heartstring of the wife? Because we all know that's how decisions get met, get, get made. That just happens. The challenge they face is navigating multiple offers and not accepting an offer too quickly to help ensure they get the most money for their home, he says. Mortgage interest rates are low. Although buyers will face stiff competition, it's not all bad news for them. For one, despite home, home high prices or home, high home prices, Record low interest rates mean they'll have save a ton of money. Interest rates on a 30-year fixed home were 2.8%, under 3% as of October 22nd. That's according to Freddie Mac. This boosts buyer home purchasing power, Hill says. In fact, despite double-digit increases in home prices this year compared to last year, today's home buyers are likely actually paying slightly less on their mortgages each month thanks to more, thanks to more lower mortgage rates. Home prices going up. Mortgage rates have come down. Buyers are still ahead of the game. That's why there's so many people out there buying. Federal Reserve has continued to lower interest rates this year to keep the economy going through the COVID-19 process, crisis, and they have committed to keep them low basically through the next year. Even before the COVID-19 pandemic, economists and real estate professionals predicted mortgage interest rates would remain below 4% in 2020, which they have done. This means buyers that might have waited until consider entering the market this year they are here and they are not going away. 
Any economic shift likely won't be felt until the spring of 2021. Although unemployment continues to rise due to COVID-19 layoffs, Hale says this could affect the real estate market, but the effects likely won't be felt for a few months. There's simply not enough inventory in the marketplace to have a lowering effect. Just not there. Too many buyers. A worsening unemployment rate would lead to a slowdown in the housing market and home sales, but I don't expect that to happen immediately. More likely in the spring, Hale says. This could create a slower market, a uh, slower start to the spring home buying season. Plus, if another round of stimulus money appears, this would fuel consumer spending. And if the Democratic presidential hopeful, the former vice president gets in, I think you're going to see a stimulus package come through pretty darn quick in quarter one of 2021. And we will be off to the races and this slowdown in the spring market of 2021, not happening, not happening. You're just going to keep on going. Just cruise right on through. So this would be a good thing for the housing market and the economy at large, Hale says. And here in Seattle, we don't have rising unemployment numbers. We've got a number of major employers who, like Amazon who are looking to hire 100,000 seasonal workers. If you can't find a job in Seattle during this upcoming quarter four in Seattle, you are not trying very hard. You're, you're not. You're just not. So in other cities where you've got, you know, a real mix of employee base, you might have employee numbers going up. And I know there's a lot of areas where that is true. But here in the Pacific Northwest, that is not the case. And that's why our numbers, our real estate numbers of appreciation, uh, we're second only in appreciation to uh, Phoenix, Arizona right now. That's an ongoing thing, because we've got all these circumstances, and yet we don't have We've got layoffs by Boeing, but it's kind of like, eh, tapped into Boeing. That All those law jobs lost, those get made up by the tech industry. Not too worried about Boeing. Boeing is almost a non-factor from my perspective. Boeing loses 30,000 jobs. Eh, okay. How many have been made up in the last 90 days by other tech sectors? Yeah, a lot. I don't know the specifics, but that's just kind of how it feels. We see these headlines from Boeing. We're not too concerned. So it's kind of like, all right, the market just keeps going. Whether you get one president in or another president in, the market keeps going. At some point in time, we will have a slowdown, and it'll probably be a mighty slowdown. But we're not there yet. And this year, during quarter four, during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, during New Year, it's still going to be a hot, hot real estate season. So at your vir next virtual cocktail party, if you've paid attention to 5% of this, you'll be able to tell them what's up with real estate. What's happening? Is now a good time to sell my home? Yes, it is. Is now a good time to be a buyer? Yeah, it actually is, because here's why. And you heard it on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. To all our new subscribers, thanks again for subscribing, hitting that subscribe button. Much appreciated. I will see you guys on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.